Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. After the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. This one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to the Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Hey, peace to the planet. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God, uh, Leonard McKelvey, whatever the hell you want to call me. Um, I'm here by myself right now. Angela Yee is off this week. Oh, there you go. DJ Envy just walking in. Anyway, I was about to say, what happened? Turn the music back up, right? Give me some head. There you go. Put it in the headphones a little bit. Uh, I'm sending a, sending everyone out there healing energy this morning. How you feeling, brother? I'm good. How you, you feeling, want to reset? Brother? Yeah, let's do it. Over. Let's it, do it the right it, way. Hit it over, right? Pause. Don't like that, huh? Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 uh, listening to nothing at first, just you know, listening to the silence of the road. Mm-hmm. And then I threw on uh, some Ti Urban Legend, mm-hmm. motivation. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I feel great. Okay, we here. All right, we here. Happy Thursday. What's happening? Happy Thursday, everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Today's I'm my third starving. daughter's born day too, by the way. Really? Yeah. What you doing for her birthday? You do parties because of COVID, or what do you do? Just small celebration. Well, she's three, so I mean, you know, small stuff at the house. Okay, at the house. Gifts and things of that nature. You know, I grew up Jehovah Witness, so you never got gifts. Never. So never. Do you get you give gifts to your daughter? I looked, of course. Oh. I looked at all that stuff last night. My my wife was rapping, and I was just like, man, these kids got it good. Nah. And then it's just, that little inner child, and you starts kicking at you. We didn't have any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Better be lucky. And I'm like, relax. Oh, okay. Relax. All right. Well, happy birthday. It's all too, about huh? repairing lineages. Absolutely. But I mean, it's not repairing. It was, I was a Jehovah Witness. Right. Part of the. So you didn't do anything? No Christmas? No None of that. Halloween? None of that. So while the kids were out there playing and doing stuff, you just looking out the didn't window? Didn't even know nothing about it. Damn it, man. I mean, I knew it was going on, but I didn't care. I think that was the early stages of me becoming a sociopath. That's when I first started to make myself not feel. <laughs> Damn it, man. I'm being honest. I don't know what was worse, that or, or, or the way ye grew up. She, ye didn't, ye'd never been to Disney World. ye never never seen Lion King. No, I went to Disney World. There was times where ye couldn't get off the stoop. I don't know what's worse. No, I did that. I, when I, if I do think about it, though, that was the first uh, the first time I made myself not feel. Like, when? That's when I was making myself not feel. That must have sucked. You come back to school during holiday, Christmas holiday, and your friends are like, I got this new toy, and you just sitting there. No, 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 because my like my, my pops made sure I had things. Yeah, I had, I had things. I had Nintendos and high-tech boots and stuff like that. <laughs> high-tech boots? <laughs> I did. I had, I had a couple things. Goodness gracious. I could, com- I could compete. All right. Okay? All right. All right, stop. I don't want this. This day's not therapy. All right. All right. Therapy's All right. tomorrow. All right, sorry. At 430. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, from Hollywood Unlocked. Also, uh, he was on Love and Hip Hop. You know Jason Lee. He'll be joining us this morning. Yes, yeah, Hollywood Unlocked. Uh, Jason has the, the the podcast. He has Correct. the radio show with uh, iHeart, among other things. Mm-hmm. So and we'll kick it with him. He has some things to get off his chest this morning. Mm-hmm. So we'll kick it with him in a little oh, bit. Oh, but, 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 but. But what? Karen Civil uh, will be checking in, too. Oh, really? Yes, she will. Oh. You got to I mean, what, what we call it? What is it? Equal time? That's what it's called? Uh, nah, we just, just letting them both rock, that's all. It's called equal time. <laughs> just letting them both rock. No, it's Equal not. time is with politicians. Oh, it's just with politicians? Yes. Oh. I believe. Is that right, Eddie? Yes. Yes, oh, it's just well, with politicians. Well, morally, I think it has to be we just let them both outside rock. of politics as well. Okay. Yes. 
All right. Even though it's just all messy. Yeah, it is messy. But, you know, hopefully we can get to a place of healing. All right. Well, when we come back, we got front page news. You know, we talking about COVID, 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 COVID! You know, that means that Envy didn't even check to see what we got on the docket this morning. Red, what does that say? COVID. COVID. Okay, you might be right. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in Thursday Night Football, the Carolina Panthers take on the Houston Texans tonight at 8.20. Now... 71 million eligible Americans still haven't got a shot. The COVID-19 shot the White House estimates. As they are saying that, they also saying that the FDA authorizes a Pfizer booster dose for people over 65 and up and people that are at high risk. How many more people? 70 million? 71 million eligible Americans still haven't gotten a shot. So what exactly happens when those 71 million get vaccinated? I mean, I'm just asking. I don't know. Because I thought it was uh, if 70% of the country gets vaccinated... Herd immunity kicks in. Weren't they saying that at one point? They did say that at one point. I mean, they've been changing their stories in their situation, so I don't know, but that's what they're saying. they also been saying that— So uh, they just said that with no context? Like, they didn't say what 71, people, 71 million people who are yeah, eligible to get vaccinated aren't, but, but yeah, they're, what? They're encouraging people to get the vaccine. Gotcha. They want people to get the vaccine. Now, Biden announces a $500 million Pfizer vaccine donation. They're saying with all these other countries around the world— you know, we're doing the third booster shot, and there's a lot of countries that can't even get the first shot. So they are donating 500 million vaccines to uh, globally to different countries that need. Okay. Now, in Penn State, Penn State suspended 117 students for missing tests. Now, what a lot of students are doing, what I've been hearing is, if they have a test, they're saying, hey, I'm sick, I can't go to class, or I had a problem with my Wi-Fi, and then they get the test from another student, and then they Drop on the clues bonds for those kids. You know, we've come a long way from the dog ate my homework. Yeah. All right. So that's what a a lot of students are doing. So, by the way, faking sick is an old, old, old trick for kids. Yeah, but but the thing now is if you're sick, you can't go to class. You can't go to class. Possibly you can have COVID, so you can't go. And then you just wait for one of your students to take the test, throw you the test, and you get an A. That's that's how to look at things on the bright side. Seriously. We didn't have those kind of diseases when we were young. We We had the ones that, you know, we had to take a little tussin and then take our ass to school. That's right. Now, Texas governor, he says, well, I see I hear what's going on at the border and this is what I'm going to do. He approved a mile long steel barrier of police vehicles to uh, try to deter more than 8000 migrants. So uh, he just lined up. uh, It must have been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of police cars pretty much. So to make sure that the migrants can't cross over. So you're not building the wall. He's parking the wall. He's parking the wall. They park in the wall. Pretty much. So that's what they're doing to deter people from actually coming here. And uh, we got to say congratulations to somebody in Manhattan. Somebody won $432 million. The Mega Millions ticket was bought in a Manhattan pizza joint. I didn't even know pizza stores sell tickets. But, um, uh, yeah. All that money? All that money. One ticket. The pizza joint uh, for selling a ticket will get $10,000. That's their commission for selling the winning ticket. Damn. I mean, Mega Millions uh, Millions is over $500 too. By the way, I played Powerball and Mega Millions. That's not you. Did you play it in the pizza shop? No, I didn't play it in the pizza shop. I, I played it in Jersey. As soon as you said Manhattan, I, I get a let now. Because no. you know, you, everybody knows where they buy their ticket. Correct. So whenever you hear such and such state, you know, the ticket was bought, such and such city, the ticket was bought, you know that wasn't you. Correct. Yes, but I definitely played Mega Millions and Powerball. I Mega Millions is like 500, 500-something million I saw this morning. Yeah, I'm going to play it today. All right. Because, well, hey, you, you never, never know. know. And that's your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Hit us right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, Envy, what's going on? It's Rick. What's going on? Charlamagne, good morning. Peace, King. Rick, what's up? Get it off your chest. Uh, yo, man, I, I don't know, man. What is the, the, the vendetta that we got with, with Haiti, man? I don't understand why they treat the Haitian immigrants like that. Uh, have uh, you ever heard of the Haitian Revolution, sir? I, I know, I know the Haitian Revolution, but I'm saying, if, 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 if Haiti was the first country in the Caribbean to get independent and free from colonialism and everything like that, are you telling me that all these colonist countries are holding a grudge against Haiti all these years? Yes. Like that? Yes. The That's largest, crazy. the Haitian Revolution was the largest and most successful slave rebellion in the Western Hemisphere. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah, but- they are they they, they are they got to make an example out of Haiti because they don't want any other people of color to ever think that they could do something like that ever again. Yeah, but, but Charlemagne, uh, these are these are hundreds of years later, decades later, right? I'm with you're you. Me that we, hold on, you're telling me that we can bring in uh, possible terrorists when we bring in people from Afghanistan, and we can't bring in a couple thousand people from from Haiti. That have been devastated by hurricane don't add up to me, man. Rick, I agree with you, but them crackers hold a grudge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello, who's this? Yeah, yo, it's Keith from Brooklyn, you heard? Keith from Brooklyn, you heard? Heard what? You heard I'm from Brooklyn. Let me ask you a question. When you're talking to a deaf person, do you say you heard? Yeah. Oh, okay. True. All right, what up, Keith from Brooklyn, you heard? (laughs) Anyway, man, yo, what up, man? Ain't nothing makes me feel great than, uh, you know, waking up. And being able to listen to the Breakfast Club, usually I'm at work. Right now I'm like under the covers. I got I got a split. You know what I mean? I'm just uh, chilling here, listening to y'all, man. Y'all like my best friends in my head, man. I love y'all. That's what yo, radio G, is all up? about. Listening, yo, G, what up? She not here, so therefore you I under know, the. I know. I'm just, she's listening. Yeah, you under the covers talking to two grown men. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you sound excited. Just as excited as you. Yeah, well, there's both some excited uh, morning people in there. Pitching a tent. <laughs> <laughs> Are you pitching a tent? Am I pitching a tent? I don't know what that means, man. Only you would know Go- what that Google, means, Google, Google, means, Google, Google. It is kind of weird that you naked Google, in your sir. bed right now smoking a split listening to Charlemagne and Envy. I appreciate it, though. I mean, we... It is kind of weird that y'all turned this into a sexual experience. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody said nothing, okay? And if you want to know what... I love what, y'all, if, I love y'all. And I'm going to tell you what pitching a tent is. Uh, it's, it's, it's to have an erection while lying naked beneath a sheet. Wow. And then the sheet okay. rises like a tent away from one's torso. All right. And most people pitch tents just, first things in the morning. Explain that to me just now. Excuse me? I said you sounded very excited explaining that to me just now. Now that you know the definition, are you doing it? No, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm weirdo, right uh, but you're entertaining the conversation. Yo, this Bro. is... Keith, what, what else do you want me to do? You hey. haven't hung up yet. <laughs> and, and don't ask me what else you want me to do. Don't ask that question. Me. Huh? Oh, oh, you first. You first. You first. You first. Le- you first. Leave if you really want to leave. I don't believe you want to leave. This leave if you want to leave. Oh if, if you hang up, I'll hang up. No, right. you first. You first. Leave. Exactly. 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 You ha- oh I'm going to hang up. I'm going to hang up. That got awkward. Why did you? That got awkward, man. Okay. Yo, wow. We were playing a game of chicken. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah, y'all playing choke the chicken. Choke the chicken, exactly. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Jay from Queens. Jay from Queens, what up? Get it off your chest. All right, so I kind of wanted to get this. Well, first off, good morning, uh, DJ Envy and Dr. Lenard McKelvey. Peace, King. Um, So yesterday, uh, DJ Envy, you kind of made it a little weird with your intro. Uh, I was here by like, myself. I couldn't have nobody to talk to. What did he say? Yeah, but he was trying to imitate you. I did. I did imitate him well. I was like, what up, y'all? It's DJ. Oh, no, it yo, yo, well. yo, 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 yo. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing where you do it. You still sound like you. You still got that. It was like, you need to do some pushes before you do it. All right, next time I will, man. Let me hear you do it. Go, go do it. Uh, nah, I can't imitate uh, Dr. Lenard McKelvey. He's only one. For, he's a one in the con. Oh, that right. is very true. Thank you, sir. Are oh, you just hung up on a man like that? What? He said he was on. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, what's happening, Breakfast Club? This French man. What's happening? French, what's get happening, up, King? Good, good. Hey, man, I got a ball to pick with y'all. So I'm gonna set this up real quick. So I, I just crossed over from the Godfather station. Y'all know who the Godfather is. We're gonna say his name. Elvis Duran. No, no, Elvis Duran. Hey. You don't disrespect Elvis like that. Yeah. Why well, disrespect? I won't get a man no free advertising on your joint. Man, that's our that's, family, our, that's man. the Godfather, bro. You said it. That's the Godfather. We're the same family, but go ahead. Uh, so check this out. So the problem I have is with Charlemagne. You give, you give, tell everybody they need to go get therapy. And let me tell you something. I'm a combat vet who's seen action. You know the first rule, the first role of therapy is self therapy. You talk to yourself. Not out loud, but in your mind, and you think things through, right? But you get in all, a lot of these clowns' passes by saying, no, you need therapy, you need therapy. That's like a green pass. Second, Angelique, she's like the righteous mind. She lay up there and tell, you know, empathize with everybody and give the fake feelings like, oh, I feel your pain. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for that, everything I'm doing. And it's not sincere. Now, Envy, I give him credit. We ain't going to even talk about the, the, the homosexual uh, stuff, but we'll leave that alone. But Envy, you all right in my book. I think you got to tighten it up, baby. No, I, 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 I think everybody needs therapy. I think everybody's dealing with some sort of trauma. And I, I, I agree with you. Even when you say self-therapy, though, to me, that's just awareness of self. And sometimes that awareness leads you to go get the help you need. True, but it starts with your inner self. You know, everybody should talk to themselves. And I don't mean out loud, but talk to yourself. That way you can think it through. And then you realize, well, hey, maybe I shouldn't say this, or maybe I shouldn't do this, or maybe I shouldn't do that. Or maybe I should go get some help. These clowns. Well, hey, well, everybody got their own little battles. But, I mean, you just giving out green passes for these people who do stupid stuff. Man, we all got trauma, bro. Like, humans humans will always fail purity tests, man. We got to stop this. There's nobody out there who doesn't deserve, you know, some sort of grace and some sort of redemption. Like, we got to start giving people the same thing we want God to give us. Period. Imagine if God felt like that. Right. True. You know what I'm saying? Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, we got the rumors. We got to tell you about Rihanna. She talks about her new music. Is it possibly coming? Is it still coming? When is it coming? Well, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Now, everybody's been dying for this new Rihanna album, right? The last time Rihanna released the album was in 2016. Now, Rihanna, she speaks. She says her music will be completely different. Let's hear it. You're not going to expect what you hear. Just put that in your mind. Like, whatever you know of Rihanna is not going to be what you hear. I'm really experimenting. 
and music is like it's like fashion you should be able to play I should be able to wear whatever I want and I treat music the same way so I'm having fun and it's going to be completely different Rihanna don't owe y'all peasants nothing and I'm gonna tell you something else if I was Rihanna uh I wouldn't even put out no music, but if I did put out music, I'd be signing just like that, meaning that I would make the kind of music that I want. Why? Because I'm already filthy freaking rich. That is true. Okay, music is a hobby for me, so at the, at the, at the end of the day, I just want to create art. Right. So whatever my spirit tells me to do, I'm going to do it. I'm not trying to make me another umbrella, or another We Found Love, whatever you expected from me, don't expect. I, I, I appreciate that. I think that's what every artist should do when they get to a certain point. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I would do music if I was Rihanna. Because she is filthy, right? Billionaire, yeah. right? Why, why do music? Why have to go on tour? Why have to be scrutinized by people well, she, they like no, 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 don't that, like that? She don't have to go on tour. The second part is what I was just say, I agree with you because there's nothing to criticize Rihanna for. Nothing. Rihanna is flawless. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Rihanna is out here living her best life. Music is going to give haters an opportunity to hate. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be so much needless criticism about her music. But I, I, I'm I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be here to check out whatever Rihanna does because, man, Rihanna is a blueprint for a lot of people. A lot of people. Male, female, black, white, it don't matter. She, She's dope. I like the way she moves. Now, Eddie Murphy just inked a three-picture deal with Amazon Studios. They're not saying the amount, but we, I'm sure it's going to be uh, a lot of money. Now, uh, one of these movies will be Beverly Hills Cop 4. Mm, interesting. Now, uh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm excited about Beverly Hills Cop 4. I mean, I love the Beverly Hills franchise, but I didn't necessarily love Coming to America 2. I didn't, I didn't like I didn't, how they I, did that. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate Coming to America 2. I didn't. I really didn't. I love Dolomite, though. You know what I'm saying? Dolomite loved, was good, but... I love Dolomite. It's just movies with that kind of expectations rarely live up to them. Correct. And I did not... But I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Beverly Hills watch Cop too, 4. But I did. I just, you know... I'm a Coming to America fan, and I didn't like Part 2. I just felt like it was watered down. It didn't make sense to me. But Coming yeah. to America 2 felt like a satire of Coming to America 1. It, felt like, a, it felt like a spoof yeah. of Part 1. Now, uh, congratulations to Kevin Hart. He teamed up with director F. Gary Gray on Lyft. Now, Hart will play a master thief who was, uh, it says, wooed by his ex-girlfriend in the FBI to pull off an impossible heist. So, I look forward to that. Yo, Kevin Hart stays with a check, stays with a movie, stays with something new. Man, drop on the clues bonds with Kevin Hart. That's my friend. It's my business partner. You know, me and Kevin Hart have a company at Audible mm -hmm. called SBH Productions. Can't wait to show y'all what we've been cooking up over there. All right. Man, I might have said too much already. No, it's been announced. No, no, no. Y'all announced it. was before. announced. Now, Saweetie, she wants to teach you everything she knows about sex. She has a new show coming on Netflix. It's called Unzipped. It's a comedy special. Special now. She'll be playing the host of Sex Unzipped. I don't know what she's going to be talking about. It's, she said it's uh, Saweetie and a group of sex-positive puppets will do their part in helping debunk several myths and misconceptions about sex while using their own experiences to address the matters. Do people still have myths about sex? Seriously, in 2021? Like, mm -hmm. will we see everything everywhere? I don't think you so. You know what I mean? When you got podcasts like Horrible Decisions and... You know, to call me daddy and guys I effed. <laughs> you know, horrible decisions always says no kink shaming. Right. You know what I mean? Like, is there really any myths about sex anymore? Um, I'm sure a little bit. Hmm. I'm sure a little bit. But, I mean, we, we talk about all of our stuff up here freely, so. What, what do we talk about? What do you talk about? What do we talk about, Envy? What is this point What do we talk about? What is this point ago? What do we talk about? What is this point ago? What point of? This point. <laughs> man, what is wrong with you, man? You always want to play a game with Stinky Finger. And that is your rumor report. That ain't no rumor, bro. That ain't no rumor. Don't start that rumor. <laughs> That's your rumor report. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay.
Now, when we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about Facebook donating $2 million. We'll tell you to wear. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Want to look like a million bucks, but only spend a handful of bucks? Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club 6 Blade Razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision cut stainless blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop. In store and online at dollarshave.com. That's dollarshave.com. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in Thursday night football, the Panthers take on the Texans tonight at 8.20 Eastern time. Now, Damn, tonight is Thursday, huh? Yeah. Thursday. Panthers are 2-0. Texans are 1-1. and Now, in some sad news, this is horrible. A 16-year-old boy was killed and two other children were hurt in a shooting at a school bus stop in Kentucky. Mm. Now, they were waiting for the school bus to go to school, and it was a drive-by and... Like I said, a 16-year-old boy was killed. Now, the reason I'm reporting the story because it's such a it's, it's so so horrible that uh, they have a license plate of the car. So it's a gray Jeep license plate with Illinois plates. B as in boy, D as in David, 91644. All right, they're asking if you have any information about this vehicle. Again, the plates are B as in boy, D as in David, 91644. Four, four. Who was the intended target? Do we know? They don't know yet. Because I'm, I'm sure somebody just didn't open up, open fire on a, on a group of kids at a bus stop. Yeah, the, the police are looking for the occupants of this gray Jeep. They say we're in the area at the time of the shooting. So they're not saying that the gray Jeep did the shooting, but they're saying that this this Jeep was in the area at the time of the shooting, and they really would like to find it. Drop on the clues bombs for envy. You know what I'm saying? See something, say something. That's right. He's the son of a cop. I'm with you, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When when you start, I mean, anytime you see innocent children, you know, things like that happening, you got to get them off the street because those people don't care nothing about you or me and the next person that that may happen to may be your child or somebody that you love. Absolutely. All right, now the McBride sisters. You remember the McBride sisters when they came of up course. here? They had their wine. Like and girl, then, magic yes. wine, of course. Well, when they were up here, they talked about a partnership they had with Facebook. You want to play and then we also partnered with Facebook that created this whole mentorship leadership program. Each of the women got, you know, a $10,000 cash grant for their business, but we didn't want, I mean, money is great, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like we wanted to be able to help make connections and provide services to help their businesses sustain and thrive and to help them as owners to continue to grow and become a part of this community. So we brought in additional partners that can help these women to, you know, advance themselves as as entrepreneurs and as owners in their business. Well, the reason we played that is Facebook donated $2 million to the McBride Sister Collections She Can Fund, and uh, they can decide what they want to do with the money. So they're going to do 100 She Can Fund grantees will receive 20,000 in Facebook advertising credits. I am holding a can of She Can right now. Mm -hmm. McBride Sisters She Can Island Citrus Dry Rosé Spritzes in my hands right now. Now, they also get mentorship and guidance through his Facebook elite group for black and Latinx and Hispanic-owned businesses. So, congratulations, and that's pretty dope. That's right. Drop on the clues, bounce the McBride sisters. Glad Facebook's donating $2 million. They could do more, but hey, you know, we'll, we'll take it. Now, in some positive news, now, this is, uh, you know how they say couple goals? This is couple goals right here. Uh, this is America's longest-living married couple. They celebrated their 86th anniversary. <laughs> 86 anniversary. How old are they? 
Ralph is 104. Dorothy's 103. God damn. <laughs> Where they live in? Uh, Nebraska. Jesus Christ. Drop on the clues bombs for Ralph and Dorothy. 104 and 103? 86 years. I know them jokes that they be snapping on each other fire at this point when they get on each other nerves. I can't wait till you die. Like, I know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I, I know them conversations hit different. Like, they, when they, like, you better bring your ass in here and eat because it might be your last it meal. It might be your last meal. They were married in 1935. He was oh, 18. Oh, that's She was amazing. 17. Beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Goodness gracious. Nah, that's beautiful. Like, they, they are soulmates. What if you met them and had a conversation with them and realized they're not soulmates? And they just, they they, they just been together for convenience <laughs> purposes. Around, I hate that lady. I hate that man. Somebody no. need to talk to them. I want to I wanna have a conversation with them. 86 years married? Yeah. Wow. 104, 103, they got to be happy, though, because they're still alive. Yeah. Clearly, there's been, a, you know, a lack of stress. You know what I mean? Clearly, they've been doing something right. I would love to talk to them. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, Jason Lee will be joining us. You know Jason Lee. He was on Love & Hip Hop. He also owns Hollywood Unlocked. And we'll be talking to him when we come back. A lot going on with him in the last couple of days. All right? So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. You've been hearing his name all weekend, all week long. All week long. <laughs> we have Jason Lee here. Jason Lee, good morning. Man, I'm happy to be back. Now, you know him from Hollywood Unlocked and a host of others, but we've been hearing your name all week long. Yep. So let's get right into it. So... I think we heard we pretty much heard the story about Karen Civil and, and everything that uh, was said about her from Hollywood Unlocked. So break down what happened, what was the story. First and- of all, how are you, Jason? How are you today, sir? I'm Jesus good. Christ! I'm good. You know, the last couple of days, I ain't gonna lie, my energy's been kind of low. It has been a low vibration because the old Jason, when this is happening, feeling some level of vindication would just be burning the internet up. Mm-hmm. But I really am trying to evolve as a person. Like, I've mastered the tea thing. Like, it's cool. I now want to get into the cappuccino. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to evolve. <laughs> I want to evolve as a brand. And so I've been really restraining myself from responding. Mm-hmm. The only place I wanted to come and talk to you about was here because I really feel like everybody in the culture pays attention to y'all. Mm-hmm. And so going to my Instagram, going on a rant, going on a tangent, it wouldn't do anything but take me back to where I'm trying to get away from. So, do you, uh, you think you get into a place of healing within yourself? Well, you know, the, a couple last times I've seen you, you said I always have a scowl on my face. Yes, I'm like Jason. Um, so I've started the therapy process. Great. Uh, I started the weight loss process. Mm-hmm. I started working on myself. I started paying more attention to how I react to situations because I think oftentimes what I want to say gets lost in the delivery. This weekend, I think, was, for many reasons, a test. It was like, okay, here, here's a big one. What you gonna do with that? Because when Hollywood Unlocked to come down, I want people to understand, this is bigger than an There's Instagram. a lot of people that don't know what we're talking about, so you gotta fill okay, them in the okay, whole story. Okay, So I started Hollywood Unlocked in 2015. But then when I launched Hollywood Unlocked, nobody gravitated towards that. Everybody was afraid of it because the bossups of the world and the media takeouts, they felt they put me all in that bucket, and I was immediately marginalized, even with the relationships I had. It was like, nah, he gonna be messy. He gonna So... After trying to get people to support me and not getting it, I said, you know what? I'm just going to become a critic as a fan. I'm just going to say this is what I like or don't like. But then I started getting really, um, you know, into it and seeing the negative side of it. And I saw on social media, this is what the people wanted to react to. Mm. And then ultimately I ended up in this, you know, loving hip hop world and all that. So uh, when I launched Hollywood Unlocked, I started out with no money. No, I started from an Instagram page. 
I found young black women and black men who wanted to learn blogging, saw me on Love and Hip Hop, believed in me, and believed that I was going to figure it out. So they started interning, mm -hmm. started having them work, and then we started getting money. Then then I started paying people. Then I started having, uh, I then I had a legitimate business. And right when we were, I feel like on our way there, we had got to 1.2 million followers on Instagram. We did the uh, Love and Hip Hop thing. I launched the podcast, Hollywood Uncensored. My Instagram goes down. So I didn't know where, where it came down. I was looking through my text message yesterday. One of the first people I text was Karen Civil. Mm. Hey, the Hollywood Unlocked Instagram page came down. I know you got relationships to Instagram, Facebook. Can you help me? Yeah, let me connect you with so-and-so and so-and-so and so. So I said, okay, cool. Now, moving forward, I am at Wild and Out. It's a couple months in now. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. So the site was down for how long? The site was up at that point for, uh, I want to say, two to three years. And then it was down for how long? How long was it? Like three or four months. It was down that long? It may even be longer than that. I, honestly, wow. I'm still, we're, we're now going through all of the stuff. Uh -huh. Like it's a lot. So, you know, when you're making six figures a month from one source and then that just goes away, first thing you start saying is like, where can I consolidate? Where can I downsize? Where can I, my staff doubled up job responsibilities. We moved stuff around. So I didn't have to lose anybody, but I lost hundreds of thousands of revenue. And then I called Karen for help and she said, oh, I'm going to help you. So she was on the job. I'm at Wildin' Out one day backstage, uh, getting ready to go on the stage. We're about to pray, and my phone's blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. I'm like, who is this? So finally, I take the call, and it's this guy I had made at Art Basel. I say, hey, I'm about to go on stage at Wildin' Out, and he says to me, yo, I just saw you say something crazy on your Instagram about, your personal Instagram about your page being deleted, Hollywood Unlocked. I said, yeah. He said, well, I know who did it. I said, who did it? He said, my brother did it. I want to put you on the phone with him. I tell Nick, hold on, but I, I can't go now out there. Now you about yet. to tape, but you about to tape. Nick, hold on. Hold on, Nick. We got to hold the whole, hold on. He puts the brother on three-way. It's a kid. So I'm like, yo, is this a game? Are y'all trying to get clout? Joke, he says to me, listen, Karen Civil, you know who that is? I say, yeah. He says, you know, she has paid me to take your page down. I say, you need to send me proof. He had screen recorded all of his text messages with Karen Civil, all of everything. She basically not only put a hit on Hollywood Unlocked, but my per YouTube channel, my personal Instagram, my Facebook. She had sent all my content, all my stuff to him, and he screen recorded it. She basically put a, a hit on all my pages. Why? Because I had written a story at Hollywood Unlocked. After Cameron did his thing and we posted it, she asked to take it down. I think we took that down because she didn't like that. And I was trying to get her on my show. She was scheduled to come on, and right before I saw these text messages, too, she says, I'm coming on, but we can't talk Cameron. I said, well, on my show, you can't tell me what we can't talk about. We're just going to talk. But you can flip it however you want to flip it, but it's a safe space. She canceled the interview. From that point on, I was like, okay, you really not a friend. You want to use me as this platform to push your agenda. No. So at that point, we started being really fair, but we were really on top of Karen's James R. from Love & Hip Hop hits me up and he says, hey, Karen Civil took $17,000 from me. This is after all the camera and stuff. So I said, really? I said, well, if you post it, I'll repost it on Hollywood Unlocked. He did, and I posted it. Next thing I do is I get a call from Karen Civil like, yo, can you take that down? I said, no, because that's what happened. Now, if you want to come on my show and talk about it and the camera, let's do it. She said no. She left. It was cool. Next thing I get, Walter Mosley, my first attorney when I started blogging, sends me a cease and desist letter from Karen saying, take it down or they're going to sue me. I call Walter and I'm like, bruh, now you already know I'm not taking it down. And I left it up. And anyway, long story short, that went bad. And then the next thing is the page went down, probably like a month later. So fast forward to the guy. When he tells me this, I start thinking, why would Karen Civil do it? And there were two things happening at the time. I've taken a big hit about the whole beef with Nicki Minaj. And by the way, Nicki, I know you called me the other day. We're going to get to that in a minute. 
when I took the whole beef with Nicki Minaj. This started with all the way back in 2017 when Karen was working for Nicki as her social media pit bull. Mm -hmm. And she would call and say, can you post this about Nicki? Can you post this about Nicki? Can you do this? Can you do this? And if you do it, Nicki's going to like it. Nicki's going to comment. And at first we did and we tried to show love to Nicki and Nicki never showed the love back. So we stopped. And then Karen kept pushing, 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 pushing Nicki. And then I kind of just fell back from her. So when I saw the text message from the guy, after I got off Love uh, Wildin' Out, I went to my hotel. I got multiple phones. I set up one phone videotaping and one phone FaceTiming the guy. And I asked him for two hours. I talked to him about it. He tells me he's a young kid from Florida, wants to get in the rap game. He's basically poor, struggling, doesn't have an outlet, met a Karen Civil. Karen told him that if he worked with her and helped her with a couple things online, hacking, which is what his side hustle was, that she would put him on. And then she sends him $20,000 with instructions to take out my shit. He tells me all this. He sends me all the receipts, all the text messages, and I end my two-hour call with him. Then I pick up the phone, camera over here, phone over here, and I call Karen Civil. And I called her and I said, hey, so we have to have a conversation. What's up, Jason? Mind you, remember, I thought she was helping me get my page back. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yo, this is a weird-ass call I got to make to you right now. I know how the fuck my page went down. You did it. And she was quiet, and I went on and on telling her what I know. Before you say anything to me, I, I talked to this dude. This is what he said. This is what you did. You know you did it. And she says to me, you know what? I had to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you got your ways of doing your dirt. I got my ways of mine. That's kind of gangster, you got to admit I respect it. Kind of, yeah. I would admit it, though. You got to admit, that's kind of gangster, Jason. I ain't going to lie. I've done a lot of things in my life. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would admit it, yeah. I've done a lot of things in my life. Now, I always know who I'm dealing with when I'm dealing with people. If you know you're dealing with somebody who ain't afraid to say anything, owns his own brand, can say whatever the f*** he wants, and you know now you got caught, I would have lied to the end of the day. But the problem is, <laughs> she knew I had the receipts, because I told her. Mm -hmm. So she owned it, and... When she said it, I was sitting there looking like, okay, cool. So I said to her, cool, I appreciate you being honest, but just know this, I don't know when and where, but I'm going to get you. I don't know what, how. Wait, what was this? When did you find out that it was her? How, how long ago was this? This was in 2018. 18. Oh, damn, so y'all been sitting on this. Fast forward, I get off a while and out. I come back to LA and I'm out. I go to Penthouse and I walk directly into Karen Civil. And she says, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? And mind you, I haven't seen her since our conversation. She sits down and she begs me to forgive her. Please, Jason, please, just like, let's get past this. You know, I own my shit. You know, I, we this and this. You're in the culture. I'm in the culture. And, I, and, I, and, I, and it hit me. Okay, she actually thinks I will forgive her. So I said, you know what? Give me some time to think about it. I appreciate you being humble and, and, and really asking me. Let me think about it because we do have a relationship. But in my mind, I was saying, oh, no, 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 no. Went home. I prayed on it. And then I hit her. I said, you know what, Karen? You're right. We worked really hard to be a part of this culture, and, and it needs us. You have the brands on lock. I got the, let's work together. You're right. And I disarmed her, and from that point on, she would call me, hey, I need Tiffany Haddish to give us a quote for Nipsey's, uh, his memorial book. Not a problem. Let me call Tiffany. So she thought we were friends this whole time. Lots so hold of on. Texting. What did God tell you when you prayed, Jason? Although vengeance is his, sometimes on earth, you got to set up situations for people to get their own karma. This is what happened. I didn't go and burn down the internet with the Karens and this because if I would have said it, nobody would have believed me. Mm -hmm. Nobody would have believed me. They'd have been like, no way, Karen Civil with, with Hillary Clinton? They would have called you a hater. They would have called me a hater. They would have said he's hating black women. They say everything about me. I was fat. They said- and I'm sure Hillary has hacked the email or two. 
or a sight. I mean, Karen probably did that too, allegedly. <laughs> Here's the deal. When I was fat, they say he gonna die of a heart attack. I lost all the weight. They say he had HIV. They asked me what my preference in dating was. I said a light skinned Dominican. They say he's a colorist. I said that a trans woman shouldn't have any opinion over the uh, the body of a female when it comes to pregnancy. I'm transphobic. If I say I date younger, I'm a pedophile. When I tell a guy I won't f him to put him on love and hip hop, he said I was too aggressive and and and, and alludes to wanting to rape him. They've said everything about me, mm -hmm. and I never defended myself until this year. And with Karen. This past weekend, when people wanted me to get online and drag her, I said, you know what? This is vindication in many ways and also validation. Wack was texting me as I'm driving down the street in Miami. Get on Clubhouse. Get on Clubhouse. It's going down. So I get on Clubhouse, and she's having this whole conversation. And what I think the people are missing is, you know, they have selective cancellation. Karen Civil was in a Clubhouse chat with Kita, who was the assistant of Big U. For people who don't know who Big U is, run the Crip organization for many years, and he's a public figure who does a lot of good work in the community. Karen Civil was back and forth with Kita about how Nip didn't f with her before she, he died, and how the family didn't f with her, and how she used the memorial of Nipsey Hussle to propagate this big thing with the Barack Obama and all of this, like she was that girl. Then she confronted Jesse Wu and did this whole, I'm a street bitch, this is how I handle things, try to get gangster like she did with my Instagram. So I'm listening to it, and I waited for the for it to pause, and then I interjected and said, well, let's talk about Hollywood Unlocked because you took it down. Now, mind you, she know I got the receipts. She knows we've had all these conversations. And in her mind, she couldn't really finesse the conversation because she had to go through years and years of conversations, text messages about Nikki, this and that. She really didn't know where I was going to come with it, and she admitted it. And that's all I needed. Then you had Joyner Lucas. Then you had Big U come and say she did it. Then you had the organization of Haiti says she did it. Mm -hmm. Then you have uh, YG, who she was a part of his camp, his artist saying it. All these people are saying it. So now people are listening to me. And you know what? I've been said it first. But let me tell you what she's doing now that I haven't told nobody. So she calls Wack and she says, hey, yo, you cool with Jason Lee? Like, Because I made sure when this broke that I sent it to every platform and said, I'm sending it to you. Put it up. Everybody put it out. So Wack calls me and said, so she calls Wack and she says, are you cool with Jason Lee? And he's like, yeah, yeah, Jason Cool always been cool with me. He always wanted it. She asked him, like, to basically make it go away, make me go away. Wack was like, nah, I'm not getting in that. So then I get a call from somebody who says, somebody reaches out to my team and says, somebody wants to talk to Jason Lee. I said, okay, well, let me call him. I called him, <coughs> and he said, Nicki Minaj would like to speak to you. What? Nicki Minaj, after four years of fighting, dropping stories on her, talking, I mean, she's, currently got served for the husband who raped that girl. You know, she canceled the VMAs because she wasn't ready to do her performance, even though she blamed it on COVID and didn't get the Video Vanguard Award as a result of that. I don't even know if we dropped that story. But she has all these issues with me, and she wants to talk about Karen Civil. So the person said, Nikki wanted to talk to me uh, with Karen on the phone. I said, no, she can call me directly. I'll talk to Nikki. Uh, but, uh, but she didn't want to talk to me by herself on the phone, so the call didn't happen. The reason why I think Nikki is trying to call now and intervene is because when we pursue Karen the way that we're getting ready to, we got to go through a process called discovery. Where'd the $20,000 come from? How'd you file that on your taxes? Did he file on his taxes? He's a minor. Did you have a contract with his parents? Did you get permission? I want to follow the money. I want to follow the text messages, the emails. Who's behind it? Who, who, who's supporting what? That's what they're trying to avoid. But they can't avoid it now because it's out there and we plan to figure it out.
All right, well, we have more with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we're still talking with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked. Now, he's here uh, talking about his situation and everything that's going on with Karen Civil. Now, are y'all going to press charges or are y'all going to try to get it locked up? We had a meeting yesterday, and my team doesn't want to talk about everything we plan to do legally, but just, like, for sure, it's not a moment in... Uh, social media history definitely gonna pursue it i tweeted that she should go to jail and that uh or no i didn't tweet that i said that on my instagram in a rant that she should go to jail and that uh you know serious to, i want to give another perspective yeah yeah because i you know i f with everybody involved yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't hate nobody i either love you wish you well or hope you heal do you really want to see her go to jail jason yes why i'm gonna tell you why let's have this conversation Everybody wants to see Tory Lanez go to jail for shooting Meg. He hurt a black woman, allegedly. So if he's found guilty of hurting her, that's a crime. He should go to jail. Mm -hmm. Protect black women. Protect Jesse Wu. Protect the women in Haiti. Protect the women, the black women that were my employees who were subjected to almost losing their jobs as a result of this cybercrime. It's a crime. But it's a crime against somebody that may not be as popular as Meg or whatever. But it's still a crime. People should be held accountable. So I look at it like if I take Karen Civil out the way, the person, and I look at the activity of cyber crimes, extortion, and all the other things or whatever. Yeah, why should she not be held accountable? Because she stood on the podium with Hillary Clinton? She mm. lost too. They both need to lose. I'm not mad at her. I appreciate that she took responsibility. I'm glad that she owned it. Uh, and I'm glad that her voice admitted it. But now she needs to be held accountable. Now, Charlamagne, let me ask you a question now. Yes, sir. If it wasn't Karen Civil, let's say it was just a regular person that did this, do you think that that person should go to jail? Or do you say, or you feel different because Karen's your homie? Yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't answer that question. Like, like I know Karen, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can't. Or somebody tried to take you down, you know what I mean? And say Well, see, that. I see both sides. Mm -hmm. I understand why Jason feels the way he feels. I can see why Karen got the page taped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, Trust I, me, no. that's Envy's playbook, no. by the way. Envy will get something taken down. Right. But there's nothing All wrong with that. There's nothing but wrong with that. I do, I do too. I will do it. That's, that's my play. But yeah. you I wouldn't hire a hacker. You do, it, you do it the right way. Right. Let me say this. I've done it the right way. If you do it the right way, damn, you beat me at my own game. But if you do it the wrong way, you did it dirty. I don't subscribe to the street politics. I'm not a gangster. I, I will call the FBI, and we are calling them. I will call the people that have to do their job at holding you accountable. So you can go get your street and send them to my house. You can do all, I got street too, but I'm not calling them. All of y'all, look up the word racketeering and all that other Don't bother me. You did your dirt, you owned it. Now you gotta own it all the way through. And so if the, if the streets say, well, he's a snitch, he's this and that. I already said when I got shot, I went right there to court and said, your honor, he shot me. He was driving, <laughs> and it's because of him. And they're all in prison for the rest of their life right now. I already did it. So You're a civilian. I, yeah, I'm I a civilian. Now, now, for people who ask, right, is there any way to not proceed? That's or, what I, I want to see. How can we heal? Can we get to a oh. proper understanding? Because she did hold herself accountable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She did admit she did you wrong. Like, is there any way, like, it could get Oh, the to next day she went on a clubhouse and allegedly said she has an audio of me that she, I don't want to get out. Put it out. Release the tapes. I don't give a f what you say about me. Every phone call I have, I assume I'm either on a speakerphone or being recorded because I've done it. But I, I mean, listen, I don't. I, I know Karen for a long time. I, I've never done business with her, so I can't speak to any of her business interests. But I, I've, I've I've seen her personally do a lot of good for people. 
But you've done business with her and don't realize. I'm going to show you how she do business. If she sets up Hillary Clinton to come here, which is great for the Breakfast Club. That's great for you guys. Good luck. But the way she uses the Breakfast Club to sell herself to Hillary Clinton is the transaction. Well, she didn't set that up, though. I'm saying hypothetically. Like, oh, got that's you, got how, you, got you, got you. Right? So she knows how to say, like, for example, if she can say, I can call the owners of all the platforms and create this narrative for you. She sells that, right? And that's what she's done. I have text messages, several text messages of her trying to do that for other artists. But that's why this last year, when I took some downtime, I didn't really take downtime. I took the COVID time to start developing these courses that I'm working on so that way I can level the playing field. There should be multiple Hollywood Unlocks, multiple shade rooms. So I'm going to teach people how to create and monetize their own blog, how to create a successful podcast, how to build a multi-million dollar company from scratch and have a voice in the culture. So that's part of what I've been working on. Mm -hmm. So that way... The one Karen Civil doesn't control the three voices that have the most impact in the culture. Um, and so, yeah, it's messy. But see, that's the narrative they'll they'll create to say Jason's messy. This is a mess that I didn't create. Mm -hmm. This is a mess mm -hmm. that Karen Civil created. But I but do I'll feel be like that blueprint that we keep talking about with Karen is the influence of blueprint, though. Like, I, I feel like I see everybody move like that. That's a But what's Karen's? I know Envy's title. I know your title. I know my titles. What is Karen's title? People thought she was a publicist. Then she was a media maven. Then she was a marketing specialist. She is a chameleon, shape-shifting, finessing hustler. And she's done a great job at it, and I can't knock her for that. She makes I, things happen. She makes things happen. But you can pick up the phone and call Adam, the CEO of Instagram, anytime you want. We could all make things happen. We all got buttons we could push. But how we protect and safeguard those relationships and how we engage them and how we utilize them is is important. The only thing I didn't like, Jason. Yes. The only thing I didn't like okay. is when you do the breakfast club in there. Mm -hmm. And y'all said, we. I don't know what the word you use, but we were fouled oh. for having her up here. And I would say the only reason I say that is what this having this platform is we try to have people that most media won't have. Yeah. You know, you could be a millionaire by creating your own blog and creating your own media company. You could be your own millionaire by doing car shows and being a DJ. That's the only thing I didn't like. I was like, we go based off of trying to give people an opportunity. And also, with you being here today, like if Karen wants to come on, we have to have her on. Yeah, she should. Okay, to your point, um, I was definitely gaslighting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me be very clear. I wasn't at all uh, suggesting that you all were complicit mm -hmm. in supporting the bullshit. What I was saying is we all have to be very careful of who we give the platform to. And you didn't know. None of you knew. Mm -hmm. You know, I know now people are online saying Charlemagne's protecting his friend, protecting his friend, not to hold her accountable. I want her to come to the Breakfast Club, but I want her to be asked the real questions. Give her the space to answer them all. She's talking on Clubhouse all day long. It's also not my responsibility to hold her accountable. Only thing I can do is report the story. But and I, I think I told you this. You have a right to your opinion because you actually had that interaction with her. Joyner does. Jesse does. Cameron does. The rest of us are Hades. just on the outside I, looking I, in. I, I kind of disagree. If she comes up on this platform and anybody who comes up on this platform, if there's something that's said about them and we don't ask, I don't think we Oh, no, but that's not holding them accountable. That's just asking them. Because mm -hmm. what, what if she said, I didn't do any of that? Oh, like, I, mean, I admitted yeah. to Jason, yeah. but I didn't do none of that other stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. On one hand, I totally understand that. Where people would say, well, everybody's saying it doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Because there's been narratives created about all of us that mm -hmm. aren't true. That once somebody says it, another person says it, another person says it, another person says it. With social media, it's, oh, it must be true. Absolutely. I get that. I understand that and I could appreciate the fairness. But I'm telling you, on my brother's grave, if it was right here and me standing on it, it happened to me. She admitted to it. We know that. Mm -hmm. She admitted to it because yeah. she knows I have the receipts. All I'm saying is... <laughs> You know, oh. I feel like you guys know me. I'm on national radio in part because of you and the show. 
Uh, I'm evolving as a brand as a result of the opportunities that I've gotten that I'm thankful for. But I also am not perfect and I will own my imperfections. But I just want a fair opportunity to do that. And I ran it a fair way until she came along. Now I'm back on track and as part of my next level of evolution, I have to start working on repairing a lot of damage I've done by some of my delivery. Now, I don't know if that started today. Maybe it starts tomorrow. I think it's a daily process, but I'm asking people to just let me evolve and grow. And you She know, should have that same grace though, right? No. Jesus, Jason, no. that's not no, how it because, works. Because, so if you get cancer in your arm, what are we going to move the cancer to your leg? You cut the cancer out. That's how you heal. That's how the culture heals. How many house right now work at Apple and all these other places who act like they really are the culture? You're moving the culture, but you don't own nothing. No, you're not moving the culture. You are the house that goes out to wrangle the culture so that way you can give them a piece of the bag, but you're not giving them the piece of the ownership. I own Hollywood Unlocked 97% of my company right now. When I sit down at the table, I'm not listening to somebody tell me what I'm going to do. I'm telling them what I'm going to do. And that has been the problem. When I see Rihanna and the first thing she says to me out her mouth is, I love you and I know it's hard being friends with people that do what I do, but as a businesswoman, I respect how you built your brand. That's why I love Rihanna, not just because she looked good and smelled good, because she sees me as a person. And I feel like oftentimes I've done a lot of things and I've done a lot of viral videos and said a lot of shit that made people just say, this is crazy, he messy, he a gay messy blogger, I don't want to pay attention to him. But now I'm trying to evolve out of that. That's why I with you, though, because I mean, even years ago when we did that demo yeah. for the funeral, it's like I wasn't even working then. I wasn't in yeah. radio, and you hit me up. So yeah. that's Jason saw me way back then. So I've always seen Jason since that moment. Yeah, you know and what then I mean? I'm sitting in my living room yesterday watching you on Good Morning America, and I'm like, you know, a lot of people who do what we do or do whatever they do, hairstylists, fashion style, they'll look at y'all and be like, why he get that? Why he on HBO? Why he on Comedy Central? Why is he? I did say that about your house, though. That motherfucker is so big and them, all them Rolls Royces he got. I look at him like, damn, he doing it. But that's where I hit you and say, I want to figure out real estate. You know, I don't say hate real quick. Yeah, because I'm going to edit it. When you say this, I'm going to set a house, I'm going to put I did say that about your though. That motherfucker is so big. <laughs> he, he always plays. He always plays. But he when I plays. look at you, but when I look, at, but when I look at what you guys, the moves you guys are making, I'm like, yo, I look at you as a template. I look at you as a roadmap. I don't look at you as competition. I, you know, Wendy's in the hospital today. I'm sending her flowers and I'm saying, sending I'm her healing energy. Healing energy. I'm not saying, <clears throat> oh, I hope that seat opens up for me. I don't never think like that because what is for you will get to you when it's your turn. Mm -hmm. And when we did the funeral demo, the reason why I reached out to you is because in many ways I'm like, yo, he is. Fearless, he is saying he don't care. Now you, you more polished now than you were then because you were out of control. You were out of control. But that was fifteen years ago, by the way. It was fifteen years ago. But I was like, yo, what I wanted was to just be unfiltered and be honest. But now I'm learning. I don't have to be nasty. I don't have to be vindictive. You said something on Good Morning America that I thought was really, really important, which is why I text you at the time. You said if you have a platform, you have a responsibility to use that in a productive way. And when I look at how I've used Hollywood Unlocked, although I think in many times I have, there have been times where I've done it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm like, yo, I'm talking to millions of people every day. I have a responsibility to take them higher. Mm -hmm. So how do I elevate them? And so I'm figuring that out. I don't have it all figured out, but I am figuring that out. All right. I hope that we can get healing energy between all parties involved. You know, I do agree. Accountability is very important. But after that happens, you got to give everybody grace and you got to give everybody a chance to grow and evolve. Yeah, that, that, that process is called parole. All right, well, it's Jason Lee. 
Man, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, let me shout out to Jermaine Dupree. Today is Jermaine Dupree's birthday and also uh, Pecos. Pecos birthday. So happy birthday to those. Happy born day, JD. Brothers. Happy born day, Pecos. Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk money bag, yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now, shout out to Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo recently turned 30, uh, turned 30. And for his birthday, Ari Fletcher gave him 28.8 acres of land for his birthday. That's amazing. Cars can be replaced. All this shit, man, back here. they're not making anymore. It's crazy. Happy birthday. This your for sure. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Drop on the clues. What's her name? Ari Fletcher. Drop on the clues box for Ari Fletcher. That's what I'm talking about. That's dope. Know what I mean, all of these gifts that you give for the moment are cool. You know what I mean? Things that may last for a year or two, but when you give somebody that's going to last for a lifetime, that's generational wealth right there. Mm-hmm. Now, all he got to do is pay the taxes, cut the grass. That's right. But they got to get married. And they got to live happily ever after. What's that couple we talked about earlier that's been together for 86 years? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you buy somebody some land like that because you're going to feel the way if things don't work out. He also showed off his uh, fleet of cars yesterday uh, on his Instagram page. People were talking about that. He has everything from a Lambo Urus to the new Cadillac Escalade. Bunch of stuff that depreciates in value. To the Maybach truck, Maybback car, Ama- Hellcats. Amazing to look at. Beautiful fleet of cars. Looks nice, but all of that depreciates in value. That land, though. That land. Drop on the clues bonds for that land. That's an amazing gift. Marry that woman, money bag. Yo, you got a good one. Marry her. Marry her. Now, Breakfast Club. Uh, oh, I said Breakfast Club. Now, Birdman was on the uh, Big, Big Facts, Facts podcast. podcast. That's right. Salute to my peoples, man. Banks and Scream. Baby Jade. Mm-hmm. Now, he talked about a lot. Let's let's get to the first thing. Let's say he talked about uh, why he didn't sign Kanye West. Is there ever one you miss, like an artist, like you wish you would have signed? Kanye West was with me before he was Kanye West. I knew he was special. I let him go. Why? Because I had Manny Fresh, and I didn't want him. Oh, as a yeah, because he was a producer. Yeah, as a producer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as a producer yeah, right? Yeah. And I wasn't going to ever disrespect Manny Fresh, because I started with Fresh. And either it was going to be fresh or yay. So I had to let yay go. He went to Rockefeller. I flew him to Rockefeller. Mm. Damn, he could have had both of them. Now he also talks about uh, what happened with the Breakfast Club and uh, why he had a little tit with uh, Charlemagne. My daughter was kept like, Daddy, why you keep f***ing with you like that? You think they were just doing their job or just f***ing with you? Nah, I think he went a little too far f***ing with me. But at this time, this one never in the world was yeah, I just went there with one intention, just to say, brother, stop playing with me. That's all I came there to go. That's all the reason why I went there, just to see that and holler at him. Not in a disrespectful all manner. Right. I just wanted to let him know, brother, you with fire. I could have been seen him because he was in Miami and he got mutual friends, and we could have pulled up. Yeah. The bird man. It was about Charlamagne why he went at all three of us. That's so crazy that our producer cut out all the good stuff that he said. Jesus Christ. Well, he's talking some more about it. Oh. It wasn't even supposed to get like it got, but it got like it got. I just want to let him know, bro. Stop playing with So you was about to do the same. interview for real. You just want to say that and do I lost it when I went in there. I yeah. completely lost it. All three of y'all. That was, better than, that was better than the interview. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, that I'm pretty sure they made plenty of money out of the interview. That two, three minutes. Like, that 
hard though for, well, for both sides. Yeah. Shout out to that man. Yeah, that's what for that dude and everything. All of them got going on. They nah, Charlemagne got got us on Black Effect right now. What you speaking on? This on Black Effect. Yeah, salute to the Big Facts Podcast. They definitely on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. And listen, Birdman is an absolute legend. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a he's a he's a mogul, and what he's done being a multimillionaire from the South, you know, he made a lot of black people rich. I got nothing but respect for Birdman, and I don't ever want that to get misconstrued. He actually, uh, Banks and uh, Stunner called me last night. Matter of fact, oh, yeah? on three way. Oh yeah, yes. What he Bank, Banks put that that call together. What he say? Nothing, just respect. So oh, okay. Yeah, it's respect. All right. Man, sit down and have a conversation. All right. I know Birdman a long time. Long, 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 long time. All you gotta right. respect him though. You know what I'm saying? You gotta respect Birdman for what he's uh what he's what, what he's accomplished as a mogul in this music game period, but especially me being a being a black man from the South, watching what he's built, gotta salute him. Yeah, one of Always. the first tours uh he was ever on and I was ever on was uh it was Fab, Birdman, uh and Nelly. A Marie opened up for that tour. That was a great tour. How much you got paid for that? Um Hmm. Maybe what? Three hundred dollars a show? Four hundred dollars okay. a show? I like how you're being honest. See, I see that's what I'm talking about. Those are honest numbers right there. What? This is this <laughs> this is early on. This is early, early. I respect on. that though. This is I was trying to break into the game, so but I, I I learned a lot on that tour, so shout out to those brothers. All right, now Birdman also talks about um paying his artists. I can honestly say I gave Wayne about four hundred to five hundred million dollars. Drake got about five hundred million dollars, and Nicky got about three, four hundred million dollars out of my pocket. No cap. You don't believe me? Ask that. All right. That's what I got to see the receipts. That's one point one point. <laughs> I just want to see. I'm one, not saying it's not possible. I just want to see one point three billion. How do you, I? I want to see. I want to see. What you want to see? I want to see how that how that breaks down. He said out of his pocket. So how much was they making? Mm-hmm. I'm sure Cash Money made a lot of money. Right. Right. Yeah. But that's what? 400. How much did he say? But let's add that up. Play that back, Red. That's 500. 500. <laughs> that's a billy. Okay. And 300. 1.3. I gave Wayne about 400 to 500 million dollars. Let's say five. Drake got about 500 million dollars. That's a billy. billy. And Nicky got about three, 400 million dollars. That's 1.4. 1.4. 1.4 billion. 1.4 billion. 1.4 billion out of his pocket, no mm-hmm. cap. But if you think about it, think about all the records that they all sold. So, I mean, it makes sense if he got all of that. But how many Drake sold? We, we talked about it the other day. I have no idea, man. How much Wayne sold? Nicki sold? I'm asking. As soon as I see any of them, that's one of the first <laughs> questions I'm asking. Did Birdman really give you He said ask him. Yeah, ask him. Yeah, he did. Ask him. Yeah, all three of them. Social media, ask him. I want to know. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who you giving your donkey to? Oh, man. Let's talk wiener dishes. Why don't we? You said you was hungry this morning. If you walked in, the first thing you said you was starving, didn't you? Didn't you say that? I don't want a wiener, though. A- answer the question. Did you say you were starving or did you not say you were starving? I did say I was starving. Okay, we're going to talk about it. I bet you'd be real hungry after after we do this donkey here today. Okay, it's a man named Bob Lee Allen. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. I ain't talking wieners with you, though. But we'll get into it next at The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Don't forget, after that, ask C&E. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. It's the donkey of the day. Look at these donkeys, 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 donkeys. Bunch of 
That's really fun. Club. NB said he was starving this morning. Donkey of the Day for Thursday, September 23rd goes to an Oklahoma man named Bob Lee Allen. Bob is 54 years old and he was sentenced to more than 12 years behind boss because he wants to play doctor. Now, when you were a kid and if you got young kids, you notice that young kids like to play doctor. Now, this morning I read this story. So I just I decided to Google kids playing doctor. And this is what I read. It's common for children up to about age six to play doctor because they may be interested in each other's anatomy and display socially unacceptable behavior like stripping off their clothes in public or engaging in. I'll show you mine if you show me yours activities. I personally wasn't thinking of all that when I Googled it this morning, but it's very fitting with this story about Bob Lee Allen. OK, playing doctor is a phrase used in the Western world to refer to children examining each other's genitals. It originates from children using the pretend roles of doctors and patient as a pretext for such an examination. Well, that's what Bob Lee Allen was doing. Okay, his inner child needs some healing clearly. Okay, he was playing doctor. And I wish I had the name of the man he was playing doctor with, or should I say the person he was playing patient with, because he really needs to get his own hee-haw. Because there's one thing to play doctor as a kid, okay, and, you know, have somebody looking at your body, you know, whatever, looking at your genitals, whatever. But Bob Allen, Bob Allen out here doing actual surgery, this world never, ever ceases to amaze me. Let's go to KHBS ABC News for the report, please. 53-year-old Bob Allen and 42-year-old Thomas Gates have been behind bars since October, accused of crimes including three felonies for castrating a man inside their home near Worcester. Bond is set at nearly $300,000 each. Conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery. Count two is practicing medicine without a license or unlicensed surgery. Count three is maiming. The maiming charge is the most severe, with the punishment of up to life in prison. According to probable cause affidavits, a 28-year-old man told investigators he met Allen through an online website and traveled from his Virginia home to Oklahoma to be castrated and that it wouldn't cost him anything. The victim said Allen removed his scrotum and testicles with surgical equipment and that it happened on a wooden table inside the home and that Gates helped. According to court records, once the two-hour procedure was over, the victim told investigators that Allen laughed and said he was going to consume the body parts and that he was a cannibal. When investigators searched the home, court records show they found a bag in a freezer containing what appeared to be human testicles. According to probable cause affidavits, Allen took the 28-year-old man to a McAllister hospital and told the victim to say he did it to himself. Envy, you said you were starving this morning, okay? I don't want that type of me. This story needs more context, and this is why I need the patient's name, because sure, Bob Lee Allen should get donkier today, but why would a 28-year-old man want to get castrated? And why would you go to the backwoods of Oklahoma to get this castration? Free castration? People, nothing in life is ever free. You end up paying for that free thing in the end, okay? Now, the victim said Bob Allen laughed after the surgery and said he was going to consume... The testicles, all right? The victim also told investigators Allen claimed to have 15 years of experience and said he had six more clients on the way to have the same operation. I don't know what the hell is going on out here in this world, but I tell y'all all the time, 
All of us are trying to avoid crazy. That's all we're trying to do every day of our lives is avoid crazy. The problem is it's hard to recognize who's crazy and who's not. But a telltale sign that there may be something wrong is someone soliciting free, free castrations on social media. Okay? For me, that would be a pretty easy one to avoid. Now, investigators reported finding the body parts in a plastic bag in a deep freezer in the cabin bedroom. Was he saving the meat for a special occasion? He said he was going to eat it. Well, when is National Fried Penis Day? Okay, I'm just trying to figure this out. How do you eat a penis, Envy? Hmm? You tell me. You would know better. I know someone online is going to take that out of context, edit it, and post me asking how do you eat a penis. But I really want to know, how did Bob Allen plan to eat this penis? Was it going to be part of a big penis cheddar cheeseburger? What about a jalapeno popper penis chicken sandwich? I feel like a penis would have to be a part of a larger meal because it's probably not a lot of meat. I mean, you couldn't make like an Old West wiener dish, okay? Right? Like, you know you know what the Old West wiener dish recipe is, right? You never seen that in me? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, man, with the rotini pasta and tomato soup and ribs and corn and wait for it. Hot dogs. You never seen that? No. Oh, okay. Well, if you were a cannibal, you couldn't make that dish with just one penis, though, correct? You wouldn't have enough wieners. Oh, well, I just thought about it. He told the victim he had six more people coming for the same surgery. Either this dude was going to make the Old West wiener dish or he was planning a dinner party. Envy, you still hungry? No. We got penis and beans. I passed. Penis fried rice? Nope. What about ginger beans and wiener cornbread casserole? Mm-mm. What about this onion and wiener sausage mustard marinade? Nope. Okay. The moral of the story is if Bob Allen invites you over for dinner, just make sure you're not on the menu. That's actually not the moral of the story because there are no morals in this story. Please give uh, Bob Lee Allen the biggest he are. <coughs> Fried rice with wieners and potatoes. That don't do it for you? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Just ask it. I'll pass. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll take the wieners out your head now. What about a penis butter and jelly sandwich? That wouldn't do it for you either? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Do you want penis on, on some buns? <laughs> It's a hot dog. He didn't say no, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Up next, ask CNE. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, 800-585-1051. Call us right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's going on? You can call me. It's time to ask CNE. Ooh, let's get it. Let's ask Charlemagne and DJ Envy anything. Call up now. 800-585-1051 The Breakfast Club It's that time again Ask Charlemagne and DJ Envy anything Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up It's time to ask CNE Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy We are The Breakfast Club It's time for Ask CNE Hello, who's this? Hello, good morning, can you hear me? Good morning, how you feeling? Oh I'm doing well. So uh, this is Wanda. I'm calling from Virginia, and I really wanted to ask you guys um, about some financial advice. Um, I've been blessed recently to receive about 500k plus uh, from a suit that went in my favor, and I just really wanted to hear from you guys. What is some advice or something that you would have done, knowing the knowledge you have? Now, I've been looking in real estate. I've been looking in investments, but um, I just want to make sure that we can grow this fund, the funds for my family. Um, And I just 
wanted to see what you guys thought about that. But we're not financial advisors, uh, so I, I'm going to put that out there. Um, I mean, you know, I love real estate. Real estate is a game that I, I really enjoy. I, I, you know, they're, they're not going to make any more dirt. So the fact that if you have a property or own a property, do you own a house now? I do. I, I do. We do have a property, yes. I would look at um, some some real estate, but I would talk to a financial advisor and try to diversify your portfolio, meaning I would put some money in stocks. I would put some money in real estate. I would put some money into whatever I wanted to invest in, things that I like, things that I enjoy. You're in Virginia. What part of Virginia? Um, Roanoke. Okay, Roanoke. So that's about, what, 45 minutes from the ha- from Hampton and Norfolk and all that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Virginia. It's a huge military town. It's also a huge college town. So there's always people in and out renting property. So I always feel like that's a good renter's market. And it's also a good flipping market because the military is always there buying units. So I got a lot of friends that do very, very well out in Virginia. Uh, I would look I would look at, look at many different ways, but I would talk to a financial advisor and I would talk to numerous ones. Don't just talk about one because there are scammers out there. But I would look at real estate, me personally. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, if you hit me in the DM, I, I, I can send you some uh, advice of where you should ask and where you should look and how to look, and we can and you can go from there. Good luck. Thank you so much. You guys take care. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Felicia. How are you? Felicia, Peace, Alicia. Alicia or Felicia? Alicia. Peace, Alicia. Um, so I've got a question mainly for Charlemagne. Um, I was raised in a family that are all Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm bipolar. Um, my mom did some pretty questionable things in my childhood pretty much treat me as the black sheep of the family because of my mental illness she tried to take me to court when i was 16 to um deem me mentally incompetent and the judge kind of threw that out like there's no way this is a a functioning teenager she just needs some counseling they got so i was stunned for my family for that well i turned 30 um in july july 20th i'm a cancer and i reconnected with my mom hoping you know this new chapter in my life, we can make, you know, be responsible, accountable, and heal, and just move on and just not deal with it. Especially with all the healing I've gone through, all the therapy I've gone through. Um, and my mother was not accountable at all. She just said I was a, a perfect parent. I was the best parent. You were a horrible child. You were crazy. You were this for that. I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you anything. Mm. And then she told me that I should not have been born. Um, and then my birth was a mistake. So that's something that I've like struggled with so hard. Even for her to tell me that the day before my 30th birthday, I was contemplating suicide. Like how can the woman who brought me into this world say these things to me? Um, and then I eventually just wrote a letter to everybody in my family, all the Jehovah's Witnesses, all the elders in my family, just to kind of say, this is what I'm left with. You guys go 48, 40 hours a week knocking door to door about this and that, saving people from the world. But you guys never saved me from this illness, nor did you save me from the abuse that I dealt with from my mother. Mm. So now I'm not getting this closure, and I don't know what I should do to continue how to move forward from that. How do you get closure from that? And how do I live a fulfilling, nice, healthy, um, and whole life? Well, you already are, and you already are because, you know, you went out there and you did the work. And I think that one thing you realize in therapy, you know, is that, th- I mean, at least for me, therapy helped me to have a lot, a lot more grace for my parents, especially my pops, you know what I'm saying? Because I realized my pops was just doing the best that he could. And it sounds to me like your mom still has a lot of healing that she needs to do on her own. And think about it. I always say our generation is the first generation that has the luxury of healing. It sounds like your mom hasn't done a lick of work. 
at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she's still projecting a lot of that hurt, a lot of that pain, and a lot of that trauma that she's had throughout her life on you. So I just think that you, you know, you you doing the work on yourself, you know, that should allow you to give them more grace. Cause you know hurt people hurt people, man. And your mom just is a hurt is a hurt individual. And I thought that through my healing and my, my changed actions and who I am now, I thought maybe that that would just be a way to show her that I can change, we can do this together, let me show you what I've heard. No, I was, I was met with nothing but fight and a brick wall. Well, listen, you don't, you, don't, you don't realize it, but you're resetting your family lineage. You know what I'm saying? Those generational curses clearly stopped with you. You know, so the only thing you can do, man, is continue to send your mom, send your mom healing energy and just know that you know, don't don't take anything she says to you personal. She's clearly dealing with a lot of trauma that she's projected on you, man. Hurt people, hurt people. That's what that's 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 what I would tell you. Just keep going on your journey. Don't stop. Please don't stop. Don't stop your healing Thank journey. Healing healing never I, stops. Growing up never stops. Just keep going. Thank you. I appreciate that, and your work inspires me. Um, thank you so much. And if you don't mind, can I just shout out my brand? Of course. Company called the Black Mental Health Shop. Um, and I'm literally selling T-shirts, selling whatever, and 50% of each shirt order goes towards somebody getting a free therapy session here in South Florida. Yo, I'm a, the Black Mental Health Shop.com. I'm going to send you a couple books, too. I want to send you The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker, and I want to send you um, Anita Kopak's Shallow Waters, because I think both of those books will, will help you on your healing journey. Hold on, okay? Ask CNE, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne and DJ Envy anything. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. It's Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C and E. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit us right now. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Kendra. Hey, Kendra. Good morning. What's your question for C and E? Please, Kendra. I actually have a question for you, Envy. Yes, I ma'am. I'm here in North Carolina, and I'm wanting to get into flipping houses, but I don't know where to start. Okay. Well, first of all, how's your credit? Is your credit good? Yeah. That's the most important thing. And then now you have to find uh, the property. Uh, there's a couple of websites that I use across the country. One is auction.com. Okay. And the other one is hubzoo.com. Now, those are two websites I have no affiliation with, so I don't get no pay for it or nothing. These are just the websites I actually use. Uh, those are the websites I use to find uh, properties that are usually being auctioned off that you can get at a, a great price, way under market value. And that's where you should look first, and you should uh, look at the comps in the area and see what those properties are worth. When you uh, look at those properties, you should take somebody with you to see how much those properties will cost to fix up, see what's wrong with the property, if it needs a new roof, if it needs electric, if it needs plumbing, if it needs flooring, if it needs siding, if it needs whatever it may be, and then make your um, your analysis from there. So if that property's 500 and needs $100,000 worth of work, that's 600000 but it's worth 800000 that's a good flip. Okay. I want to I follow your partner on Facebook and Instagram, and I want to attend one of your seminars, but I'm working on that. That's my next goal, to yeah. attend one of your seminars. So. That, that would be a good one because during the seminar, there's so many people there that, like, do finance, and we uh, I, a lot of times we have the people from those sites actually come, so from auction.com. So the next one is this Sunday in Atlantic City. I don't know if you can make it, but it's this Sunday in Atlantic City 
and there is no like when you when like the credit dude he helps people with their credit uh auction.com tells you how to navigate through their site to buy the actual properties we have hard money lenders we have financial people there to tell you how you can get the loans and help you get those loans so it's a, it's a really good seminar you should definitely check it out if you have a chance like i said it's this sunday in atlantic city Thank you. All right. And, and just continue to follow me and Caesar because we're going to do some courses online because we can't make it to all these cities. We just got so much going on where we can help people online. And we just want to see our own people just, you know, continue to purchase land and property. Yeah, I'm trying to build generational wealth. So. <laughs> all right, Mama. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I hope to see you Sunday. Hello, who's this? This is Couture Nail Design. Hey, Couture um, Nail Design. I have a question. I have a question for you, Envy. Yes. Why are you so insecure in your masculinity that you won't let ye play a me a ye mix when you're not there? Yeah, so you good. Great question. Great question, Queen. Um, I'm not insecure in my masculinity. He was allowed to do mixes a long time ago, but I believe they said she was trash, so they didn't want her to that do it. That never happened. No you are such a liar. Uh, but, but that, that <laughs> was a problem. I mean, the music that was out at the time, not the free program stuff you got going on. Well, I, I don't play the music during the, the show, man, but if, if you know, if, if Yee's mix wasn't trash, they would have invited her to play it's not again. Trash. It is. I bump more to the Yee mix than I do to your mix. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should start a um an Instagram page and and try. I don't know, but that's what they told me. They told me that, they told me that the mix was trash, and they said they said that because the mix was so trash, they didn't they didn't want her back. I'm sorry. You said you are gonna see her on Reddit. That was you. That was you. You were being shady. I'm not being shady, but you have a good morning though. I love you. Whatever. Send her healing energy. I send you healing energy, mama. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is um, P. Oh, boy. Fake name. What's your question for CNE? <laughs> I just had a question. Um, how do you deal with, like, trusting someone after, like, them cheating? You know, you have a baby together. Oh, that's not on you. That's on him. You know what I mean? The best apology is change behavior. Like, he has to regain your trust. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not something you gotta force yourself to do. Yeah, and it takes time. Don't 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 let him force you to be like, oh, you gotta you forgave me, so you gotta no no no. It takes time. Whenever you're comfortable, whenever you feel okay, that's when you feel okay. Like Charlemagne said, it ain't about telling me; it's about showing me. And are you open? Are you open to trusting him again? I am definitely open to trusting him again. It's just like the fact, like feeling like depressed and like feeling betrayed by someone. All good feelings, not good feelings, but all natural feelings to have. Absolutely. All you got to do is remain open to trusting him. And he has to regain your trust by changing his behavior. And that's just going to come over time. Just like you knew he was cheating. Just like your sixth sense, that woman's sense, intuition knew he was cheating. You're going to know when he's doing right. And that, that makes sense. Thank you. And, and if you're still uncomfortable, every once in a while, do a phone check. Phone check, Nick. Give me a phone. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Nani. Hey, Nani. What's your question for C&E? So, I just found out my husband was uh, texting really, like, Like, 
you work with this girl and I've asked you multiple times to like contact her in front of me and tell her like it's over you know like I don't want to have something to do with you but he won't do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's very disrespectful the fact that you're pregnant and uh, he continues to text this girl. I know it has to be difficult for you because every day he goes to work, you have to think about your, your husband seeing this other woman that he's been texting explicitly. And it's not a matter of just get over it and it'll go away. No, it's not that. You put that, you keep that pressure on that man's neck. The fact that he has been doing it is very disrespectful. Uh, your husband is a boy. We've all had our boy opportunities and our boy aspects of our lives, but he has to grow up and understand he has responsibilities. He has a wife at home that's pregnant, and he should be taking care of home, making sure that, you know, that life that you're building, that you're completely stress-free. Yo, 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 queen. Get a fire, queen. Queen, <laughs> get a fire, Queen. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you got a creative mind. You can make something up and get a little message to the boss. You know what I'm saying? Get her fired. No, but you know, that's her livelihood. I can't. Yes, I have a good job. Oh, you care about her livelihood? Does she care about your livelihood? She ain't she thinking about you. She ain't thinking about your life, your livelihood, the life in your belly. Nothing. Get a fired, Queen. All right. Goodness gracious. Good uh, 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 let her know. I'm going to get you fired if you don't leave my man alone. Yeah, you might have to embarrass her. You might have to embarrass her. Straight up. Maybe, yeah. maybe an anonymous Facebook post. I know what's going on at the job. Y'all better leave my man alone before I start naming names. Or, or you could do it right now if you want. <laughs> No, yeah. don't do it now. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Have a good one. What kind of advice is that? Don't forget a fight. All right, do it now. Don't do it now. No, don't do it now. Think about it. Think Pray about on it. it. My goodness. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Usually we do the rumors right now, but we got a special guest on the line this morning. We have Karen Civil here. Good morning. KC. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you know we had Jason Lee up here. I mean, he, he said you know he said the same things he's been saying. So you know we gotta mm -hmm. we gotta give you the, the opportunity to rebut. I didn't fully get to like listen to what Jason said, but I know if it's pretty much the kind of the same thing. To me, it's like it, it was my understanding. Jason and I resolved our issues a few years ago. You know, we spoke about it. I thought we moved past it. We saw each other at an event. You know, we spoke a little bit more there. We remained cordial. We text each other afterwards, like events he may have going on or some news tidbits that would need to send him. So it's like all of this being rehashed in the public, like, like forum. You know, where to me, where it was like we had private resolution that existed for quite some time. Now it's to a point it's just like it's just a little strange to me. So I don't know. I I don't know what exactly like the idea is, what's the like desired result here. I just really don't know. Now he also said that uh, you reached out to him with uh, Nicki Minaj on the phone line. Was 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 that true? I no, I don't think he. I don't think he said that. He said he said Nicki reached out. Nicki tried to reach out to him. And he said only with Karen. He won't. He would only do it with. Yeah, Karen he would only on talk phone. if it's you ain't if, if it's Karen and Nicki. That's what he said. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand what he needs us to talk at the same time. And I'm a, I'm gonna be transparent. I think like one doesn't have to do with the other. I know he he wanted her on her on his show for a while now, but I don't understand what it had to, what it pretty much had to do with me. So you're saying you it had nothing to do with you? Know? It had nothing to do with you? It had he was trying to get her on the show? Oh yeah, there was a 
point that he, the few people that I did work with, he wanted to have them on the show. But it's like at this point, it's like the whole situation is exhausting because it was such a private matter that I thought we put the rest. And now it's like we experience in the public light. And it's like, you know, I don't know if it's because you know, this opening in like the news cycle itself, but like me and Jason were texting up since like 2019. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know the, the, like, honestly, the premise behind it, but he can feel the way he feel. I can't tell anyone not to be upset. But we've had our conversations a couple of years ago. We've seen each other, we've talked, and I don't know. It's, it's now in 2021, it's at this place. Are you a, a worried about, the, the you know, Jason Sandy pressing charges? No, I'm not worried about that at all. Because it, it, it's like, at the time, it's like, you and I kind of do the same thing. You know, you would, he admitted that he did it to somebody else before, too. I was just watching, like, a video or something about it. Like, you admitted you did that before, too. But I'm not worried about that. That's not something that's necessarily, like, like on my mind. You know, I know he's coming to some place. I don't know. Again, it's like him and I talk. But, again, um, his hurt doesn't, like, hurt doesn't have an expiration date. So he can be hurt all over again from the situation. I don't know. That's very true. Do you, do you, do you, um, do you regret? Because, like you said, you know, and he admitted to it. You know, people people have gotten people's pages taken down before. Do you do you regret admitting to that? Yeah, I definitely do because I I didn't I didn't add the full context of it. You know, it was like I wanted something to come down, but it never went. I don't believe it ever went through. And the you know the person we had in the in in the middle to me was kind of playing both sides and telling him stuff that was not necessarily true. But in that situation, in the scheme of things, of course I regret it. But we, we, him and I had this conversation. So it's like, you know, when people are like, why won't you address it? Why won't you address it? I'm like, no, I did with the person that it affected. And to me, that's the person who deserved the conversation and everything first. And, and, and Casey, why, why did you even go in that clubhouse room? Like if, if it's 8,000 people in there and you know they all want to jump you, why would you even go in there? You know, I took a page out of, I took a page out of like uh, Kevin Hart's book when they made the room and we went in to have conversation. It was just so many different. Like when I first walked in, I said, I'm going to do this room, see what they're talking about. But then it just turned into like everybody was an aficionado in something. There was, you know, there were a lot of people who were in there who were respectful, who just wanted to know. I've had a question or whatever the case may be. Now I look back at it after I left the room because I'm like, no, nah, I just want to clear the air. People who got a question for me, let me answer your question. I'm not like ducking from this. But then afterwards, how people take clips uh, apart and different things, that's when I realized I was like, I should never even put part in this. Word. Well, Casey, yeah. man, we hope that we can, we hope this, all of this gets resolved. You know what I'm saying? I'm sending healing energy to everybody. Involved in this situation because it just seems so low vibrational. It just seemed like it just seemed like mess. It is. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it 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 definitely it definitely is. It starts with you know it. I don't even like to just call it cancel culture, but with certain things, with one person being mad and a person from five years ago, then six years ago, then then this and that. But 
the important the important things will work itself out. I know it was a, a, a we started off the Jason thing. As much as you know, I don't really respond back to him. And people would ask me why. Is like, I'm always with Jason. Well, like him and I had our combo. We moved past it. I thought we were okay. He's expressing his. I don't know. Uh, we have feelings. I'm not sure. But I'm always wish him well. And uh, it's like I'm, 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 you know, I'm just in a different space. That's right. That's the point. That's the point I am in my life. I, I don't hate nobody. I either love you. Wish you well. I hope you heal. Yeah. That's so, it. I'm just in a different space. But thanks, guys. All right, KC. Peace. All right, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Shout the revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. And the general insurance is all about making your life easier. The general has flexible payment options, and they allow you to choose your payment date and how you pay. They accept cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout to everybody, and shout to that caller that called earlier, man. Shout to everybody that's heading out to Atlantic City with us this weekend. Uh, we're doing our real estate seminar while we just try to teach our community how to get into the real estate game and how to make money. Uh, I own uh, 300 units. My partner owns 1,600 units. And we break down everything from credit repair to finding the deal to uh, financing the deal and all of that. All right. So hopefully uh, you guys will join me in Atlantic City this Sunday. That's right. And listen, make sure that you tune in tomorrow night, 10 p.m. to the God's Honest Truth on Comedy Central. That's my new late night talk show, man. Um, and you can stream it right now on Paramount Plus. But tomorrow night, we got a doozy of an episode for you. Trust me when I tell you, we are continuing the conversation about decrackification. And we're talking about uh, specific institutions that need to be decrackified, in particular, the Federal Borough of Investigations. I right. even pronounced Burrow right. I don't know. But tune in tomorrow night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central to the God's Honest Truth. It's Bureau. Whatever. And you can catch up uh, on the first episode on the Paramount Plus streaming platform or on demand. The God's right. Honest Truth. Charlamagne the God. My new late night talk show. All right. Well, when we come back, positive notice, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Well, first I, of all, shout to Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked for joining us, and also shout to Karen Civil for checking in this morning. Yeah, Jason Lee was up here. Karen Civil called in. I'm just sending healing energy to everybody involved in that situation, man. It just seems all so low vibrational. It seems all so messy. And it's just like, the crazy part is I've heard those kind of stories from everybody in the business who does what, 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 what they do. So it's kind of like... You ever seen the Spider-Man, uh, that Spider-Man meme with Spider-Man all pointing at each other? Mm -hmm. They all, it's like, it's, 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 it's just strange. But I'm just sending healing energy to everybody involved in that situation. But um, Suta Anita Kopax too, man. Make sure you grab Shallow Waters. Okay, Shallow Waters is available everywhere you buy books now. So is Tamika Mallory, State of Emergency, How to Win in the Country We Built. Okay, both courtesy of Black Privilege Publishing, my book imprint. But the positive note is simply this. Maybe you're not healing... Because you're trying to be who you were before the trauma. That person doesn't exist anymore. Because there's a new you trying to be born. Breathe life into that person. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 